Hello, I'm Amanda, and you have tuned in on Young Black Equestrians. I am. I am a young. I am a young. I am a young. I am a young black. A young black. Young. A young black Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Young Black Equestrians with your hosts, Abriana Johnson and Caitlin Gooch. Today, we have Amanda with us, and she is going to share her story and how she has gotten involved in vaulting. So welcome to the show, Amanda. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah, we are excited to have you. Uh, you want to just start off by telling us about yourself, where you're located, and what it is that you do. Yes. Well, I live in uh, Copenhagen, Denmark, in uh, Europe. Uh, and I have my horse a little bit outside of Copenhagen, where I do equestrian vaulting. Uh, and we've been doing that for five years now, me and my horse together. Wow. 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 How long have you been riding like totally. I started riding like when I was eight or something so for many years now okay okay okay. yeah the last episode we had um we had the person he had just started riding and then all of just immediately went into polo and so I was like you know you just start riding and then I'm gonna do vaulting you know I just had (laughs) (laughs) well I did start vaulting 12 years ago um but with my own horse it has only been five years Wow. You must be an expert. (laughs) I can't even imagine. So for for the people who may not know what vaulting is, can you explain that to us? Yes, of course. Well, um, vaulting is gymnastics and acrobatics on top of a cantering horse. Um, We have a launcher who is uh, controlling the horse and the speed, everything. The, The canter should be very even all the way around the circle. Uh, and we do some specific exercises for uh, competitions. And then we have our freestyle that we do where we just, it's like the fantasy is the limit. So we just do whatever crazy things we can imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, and we can, you can do either team, uh, pas de deux, or you can do just uh, individual. Uh, and I do individual and team. And on teams, we are up to three persons on top of the horse. So the horses are very big and very strong and well-trained. <laughs> Yes, yes. And um, well, she said, well trained. How much experience or training do these horses have to go through? Oh, no. Are we frozen? Am I frozen? No, she's frozen. Okay. I froze. I think. Yeah, I'm back. (laughs) Did you hear her question? No, unfortunately not. You said the horses are well-trained. How much training do they have to go to to be prepared for vaulting? Uh, I mean, of course they have the basic training with dressage and trail rides and jumping and everything just to variate their, their training. 
Um, but they also have to have a very calm mentality because they have us hanging around on the side and we go up and down in speed. So yeah, their mentality is also very important and you can train that in many various ways, I think, through the other disciplines as well. Mm -hmm. About like, what is the average age of a vaulting horse? Because I, I mean, you know, you got to put this training on. I'm sure you guys want to make sure that they're like, mentally mature yeah. <laughs> yeah start flipping on them uh, i mean there is up to vaulting horses up to 20 years old still competing in international competitions but i mean from from 10 to 15 16 i would say it's very mm -hmm. normal because they have the head and they have the the training with them so mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so how did you get started riding in general i know you said you started when you were eight yeah, I started because my mom, she has been a writer her whole life until she got pregnant with me <laughs> and then she stopped. Uh, and then she wanted to start again when I was eight years old. And I just joined her at the stable, you know, grooming the horses, feeding them and all everything. And I think that just caught me. And I was like, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be an equestrian. Um, and then I started riding ponies. Um, and when I got too big for ponies, that was actually when I started doing vaulting instead, because my mom was like, try What if I launch you and you just sit there and try to get comfortable with this huge animal? Um, and I think that's how it started, actually, with the vaulting, the transition. Yeah, oh, I love that. Yeah, a family affair. So yeah. does your mom do vaulting as well? No, she never has. <laughs> She's just been riding dressage and done show jumping when she was young. And then she just wanted to casually get around horses again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is so cool. What is one of the biggest challenges you faced kind of in your industry? Uh, it's definitely finding horses, first of all. Um, in the beginning, because I had my horse for four or five years now, uh, but before that, I was always on borrowed horses, either from the equestrian facility or the riding school or private persons. Uh, and it's very hard to find someone who thinks it's all right to do vaulting on their horse. Uh, some people thinks it, think it's harsh. Um, but I mean, the horses are well trained and we use equipment that protects the horse as well if we do something that might have hurt them or anything. Um, so definitely finding good horses that are mentally prepared for it and has the training in general to uh, be able to lift and, and work with us when we do our gymnastic stuff on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You and also I feel like uh, getting time in an indoor arena because I live in Denmark and it's like freezing here, especially in winter. So getting space to take, you know, a, a half an arena to launch the horse and start practicing is, is very difficult as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I can imagine. <laughs> you said that you were uh, at a riding school? Yeah, I started at a riding school. Right now I'm at a private facility where I have my horse just stabled there and practice there. So not at a riding school anymore, but that's where I started. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So do you, did you start like like, when did you start going into the, the competition aspect of it? Like, how long did you train? What was that journey like? 
Um, we have classes all the way down to walk. So I think I actually started right away with competitions just to see what it was all about. So when I got the like basic techniques and the exercises that you have to execute at a competition, and I felt like, okay, I can do this. Um, then I just registered for a competition and went away. So I'm, I think maybe one, one and a half year in, uh, I had the courage to start a competition. <laughs> what are some of those basic techniques? Uh, I mean, you have you gotta have uh, general good physics. You you have to be fit. Uh, you have to be strong, and you have to be flexible. Uh, and you have to. I mean, everybody should be able to do a handstand in the end if you want to go far in this sport. So, it it's a lot like the gymnastics that you have to do all those basic uh, roles, and you have to do handstands, cartwheels, mm -hmm. um, and then we have some exercises that looks a lot like yoga. And you, you have to be able to do those as well. So how much time do you think you practice like off of the horse to achieve these things on the horse? Yeah, that's, that's the part. That's a lot. <laughs> I think I do. I work out five times a week and then I have my vaulting specific practice on horse two days a week. Um, and some days I practice two times a day. So I have fitness in the morning and then I have horse in the night uh, and then work in the middle of the day. Um, so it, it takes a lot <laughs> and a lot of discipline to keep yourself fit and then have your horse fit as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I bet. So with your, well, I'm happy that, that you said that, you know, you have a, you have a day job that you're having yeah. to balance on top of that um what career are you in with your day job i'm a physiotherapist i finished my studies two years ago um and i think i chose that study because it was so close to uh, vaulting you know i have i've had a lot of injuries myself and i just got really interested in how the body works um yeah so i took up the study for almost four years and then I finished two years ago and now I work as a full-time physiotherapist besides vaulting because you can't live professionally off vaulting in Denmark at least so it's a hobby more than <laughs> than my main profession mm -hmm. yeah and how has that um because I'm sure it has how has that helped you kind of or has it helped you with your your vaulting it definitely has because I've learned to see the things from another perspective, especially when it comes to evolve techniques or learn new skills or movements. Uh, it has definitely helped me there because then I knew how to work out on the side to accomplish a skill in the end. So. Yeah. Well, congratulations on finishing school. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What's a common misconception people may have about vaulting? Yeah, I think there is a lot, but the most common is definitely that people think it's circus <laughs> and they think it's nothing serious. Um, and that's also why it might be hard to find arenas to practice in because people are like, oh, you just do that for fun. It's not a real discipline. Um, so definitely the part where people are like, yeah, you just, it looks like circus. Do you do circus? And 
And also the horse part, they think it might look harsh on the horse because we do jumps and we do cartwheels and everything. Uh, but I mean, the equipment is built for it. It absorbs all any kind of, uh, yeah, hard landings or, yeah. So of course the balance is important and we, we need to be very balanced to not do too many, uh, yeah, it, what is it called? Yeah, to like provoke the strides or anything. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So there, that's the two parts, I think, is the huge misconception, yeah. Yeah. Wow. You guys make it look so easy though. I know it's, I know it's hard for people to sometimes wrap their mind around, but I mean, knowing horses and knowing gymnastics separately, I know that like this is difficult, but I feel like a lot of times when you see people vaulting, it's just like so graceful that people think this has got, that's gotta be easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Well, we spend a lot of time on the side, as I said, with the physical training. And then we also have barrels, wooden barrels that we practice on to, you know, fin yeah, to learn the new skills so we don't hurt the horse with hard landings and, and all these things. Right. Are those like, like it's a mechanic? Like yeah, recently they built mechanic ones, but back in the days, <laughs> it was only wooden horses wooden barrels so but the mechanics are winning their way in yeah yeah that is pretty cool so what vision do you have for the future in vaulting yes well i definitely want to go to a world championship i've been to a european championship mm -hmm. um there should have been one this year but due to the yeah the circumstances there is no competitions um, so I have to wait two years, but I'll just keep my, uh, my mind and my eyes on the goal. Uh, and actually that world championship will be held here in Denmark. So that would be perfect to yeah. get to represent my country here. Yeah. So that's the ultimate goal. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And do you have a, a coach or like, are you on like a team that you're working with? Yes, I have uh, a coach that I do um, online coaching with uh, since he's from the States. Um, and then I have two coaches here in Denmark, uh, which I work out with along with my team. Um, but it's everything is far away. So may, the main time I work out myself, uh, film it, try to correct and then go up on the horse again. Uh, so I have coaches now and I'm very thankful for that, but it has been a long way to get there because I've done many of these things myself for a long time. Mm -hmm. Wow, so self-taught equestrian over here. Self-taught <laughs> vaulter. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. We will shoot that horn for you. <laughs> yes, yes. So like, tell us, um, tell us about like a little bit about the mindset that you have to just, be able to do this thing over and over, like you said, self-taught and even seeking out coaches that might be able to help you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, also my studies has definitely changed my side on mindset because I've learned that that is a thing. I mean, I've all the, the first years that I started doing this, I just, you know, look what other people did and did the same thing instead of trying to see how I could evolve and be myself. Mm -hmm. um, 
and uh, <laughs> and I think that I mean I've had a lot of injuries and that have been taking me off and out of the sport for long periods of time and that definitely helped me evolve my mindset uh, and helped me trying to reach my goals and try to practice and work out smart instead of doing too many repetitions uh, and hurt myself. Um, so definitely uh, keeping my mind on the goal and trying to make a plan on how I get there physically and mentally as well, along with my horse, of course. Yeah, what's your horse's name? His name is Charlie, very classic. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> what kind of horse is he? He is a, an Oldenburger. Mm -hmm. So he's a German horse. Bred mm -hmm. in Denmark, but yeah. And how old is he? He is 13. Okay. And uh, he's, a, he's a big boy <laughs> with his own meanings and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole deal. Yeah. So how do you, how do you like care for him? Now that, you know, it's kind of just you two as a team, what does his horse care look like? His horse care. Um, like, I mean, we ride it five, five times a week when we don't do vaulting or four times he has a rest day as well sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, well, right now he lives as, at a temporary stable um, because we're in between movements. So... It's a little different at the time, but usually, I mean, I went out there every day and he lives on a field and a paddock, so he's just well covered up in clothes since <laughs> <to> not freeze. <laughs> um, and then I just, yeah, groom him, go for a ride, and we do a lot of yoga and stretches. Or oh, it's not yoga, I call it horse yoga, <laughs> just to make sure he is uh, flexible as well and prepared for everything I'm gonna put him through. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, and then we just go see as many different places as possible just to make him calm in new places. So whenever we go for a competition, he will be more calm. That is so important. Getting your horse yeah. used to being in different places because horses, they will cut up. <laughs> yeah, they will just change their mind all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we're not going to do this today. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Though. What do you do with your hair for vaulting, for practice and competitions? Uh, well, it's different. When I had box braids, I just made a bun on top and hoped it didn't fall out. <laughs> because it, when if it's too long, it's a little bit dangerous because you can yeah, get caught on the horse or in the handles or something, which is also why we don't use helmets because you can just get, get stuck places where you're not supposed to be stuck. Um, but I, I usually just do a bun and uh, depending on my theme or the vibe I'm trying to, uh, to, to, sh uh, to show and I do my hair after that. So braids or buns. <laughs> I, I, never I, even, you. <laughs> I never even thought like, oh yeah, they don't wear helmets. <laughs> yeah. And because in this situation, it's a safety hazard to wear one. Yeah, mm -hmm. but not here. It's too, it's safer to not wear one. Mm -hmm. so. uh, what is like? What does the the tack look like? I know you said something about handles. Is that yeah. just considered like a surcingle? Like what is? I don't know what. That yeah, it, it is a surcingle with these square handles. Um, mm -hmm. So 
And then they have uh, loops or uh, straps on the side as well. So you can put your feet in, not, not like stirrups, but you can, you, you're not allowed to like stand in the straps like that or get on the horse with those. Mm -hmm. um, but if you have a team, uh, for example, then you can have one sitting supporting one, someone who is standing, and then you can put on these loops around your, your knees. So you're sitting, yeah, yeah, you're actually stuck on the horse if it does anything, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just reminded me because I've watched vaulting in, I don't know what it's called, but is there a proper term for like, I guess the jog that y'all do <laughs> to like go back? <laughs> because I've always wondered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, people keep laughing at that one, <laughs> especially if they've never seen it before. Yeah, I, do, I actually don't know if you are is if it's like a criteria to do that run or if you can just run normally i think it's oh just, my gosh <laughs> everybody's just doing it so i guess <laughs> it's unwritten it's an unwritten rule <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny I have to ask. <laughs> so he's just like oh i saw them doing it. I'm, I'm gonna do it too <laughs> who was the first one saying like that Sorry. Right. <laughs> Sorry. This whole time you could just walk. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh my goodness. Okay, my side is cramping. <laughs> um, what are the, what are some of like the rules of vaulting? I know you said you know you can't stand in the stirrups, but like what are some of the? I mean, I know there's probably a lot, but. Um, yeah, there are guidelines um, and there are different levels, but I mean, on the level I'm on, we have uh, three programs that we have to go through. We have uh, the compulsories, which are seven already defined exercises that we have to do in the right order. Mm -hmm. um, and there's no time on that program. You can just run through it without, uh, yeah, take your time. If your horse is crazy, just sit there and wait <laughs> before you go for the next one. Mm -hmm. And then we have the freestyle. You have one minute to uh, complete at least 10 exercises. Uh, and then you have to use the music and you have to use the whole horse. So you have to be on the butt and you have to be on the neck and on the sides and you have to touch the ground and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we have the technical test, which is a combination of the two. So there are five given exercises uh, that has a specific way that you have to do them. And then you have to combine that with your own creativity uh, and you have to do all that in one minute. So. I mean, it's better, you better come prepared. <laughs> you have one minute. <laughs> this is like the equivalent of people saying cheerleading is in the sport. Well, yeah. I, will, I will go down that road all day long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> what you just described sounds like a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot. <laughs> so it takes time to get comfortable with it. <laughs> For sure. Yes. Um, I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna ask. So for your freestyles, you said, you know, you kind of go with a theme. What is some some examples of the the themes or like the type of music and stuff that you do for freestyles? Yeah, I mean themes are one of the hardest things for me, uh, and music especially. But my favorite theme is definitely I had the bodyguard. So I was like Whitney Houston, I like that one. I felt that. <laughs> so uh, that helped a lot with executing mm -hmm. to the music. Mm -hmm. um, but it could be anything. It can be 
um, yeah, a specific movie theme or it can be a specific kind of music or a feeling, whatever. Yeah, so it's, it's like contemporary dance. You just have to express yourself uh, as much as possible while executing these exercises. That's super cool. Do you, do you like look for music that has like a certain like beats per minute? Like, so you know that the horse will be able to canter on it smoothly or? Yeah, that's a good question because I try to, for the compulsories, there's no time on the executing of the exercises. So I just want something that my horse is comfortable with and makes him have a, a even stride. Uh, and for the others, of course, it would be nice to have something that you can just, you know, go with the flow and feel the rhythm. Uh, but also it has to be on different levels. Uh, so you can show that you can do slow, uh, slow movements and you can do fast and quick and jump high and every all these things. So it's hard to, to find something that like provides everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can only imagine. How long does it usually take you to come up with a freestyle? Uh, I mean, we change it throughout the season, but a few months, I would say. Mm -hmm. And me personally, I always go for some exercises that I know I can do for sure. So I don't have to get extra stressed or, you know, think too much about it. I can just go with those and then try to evolve slowly and try to make it more difficult and, and look more smooth over time but I'll say a few months and then you just keep on working from that perspective there right right that's cool what advice would you give someone who wants to either get in the horse industry or get into vaulting specifically yeah I would say get yourself a good team be surrounded by some good people um and definitely find yourself some coaches or mentors, someone who can inspire you and help you get in the direction you want. Uh, either, even though if it's not competitive, if you just wanna be around horses, just be able to execute some exercises. It's just a good thing to have a good coach or some, someone who can help you do it the right way. So you don't hurt yourself, your horse, or yeah, your surroundings don't look at you like you're doing something crazy <laughs> yeah like you're in a circus <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly that's great advice that's great advice um so what how do you go about finding this lunger person like do you just have someone like hey you hanging out there can you lunch me real quick or like i feel like they they are involved in this process somehow yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of their time as well. They have to go to the competitions and overseas and everything. Um, so usually I think it's the horse owners. Um, and since I got my own horse, I had my mom as my launcher. So she had to practice that as well. <laughs> um, but she was used to horses, so it, it helped definitely. But usually it's the horse owner. If you have, if, if there is an owner asking you or telling you, you can use my horse if you want. And then it's usually those, them in the beginning. And then there is other lunchers and trainers you can you can ask definitely if you don't have one. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it takes connections and networking. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, networking is so important on yeah. so many levels. <laughs> <laughs>
Do you have friends that are vaulters? Friends? Mm -hmm. Yes, I have my uh, team consisting of eight vaulters, including myself. And then we have two coaches. Um, I mean, most of them I met through vaulting. Uh, it's mm -hmm. not like you go down the street and then you meet another vaulter. <laughs> it's a very little, little discipline in, in uh, the equestrian sports. So. Uh, but it's, it's literally like the most captivating discipline, like the most interesting, in my opinion, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. it has a lot of uh, entertainment factor in it, for sure. All right, so we are now going into our derby round. All right. <laughs> we ask um, just a few questions. You just answer them as quickly as you can. And okay. uh, it's kind of a, a this or that, and then some questions at the end. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right, so first question, English or Western? English. Solids or spots? Uh, spots. Bays or grays? Grays. Brown tack or black tack? Black tack. A sponge or a curry brush? A sponge. Shod horses or barefoot horses? Barefoot horses. Yes, yes, barefoot. A bumper pull or a gooseneck? Uh, a bumper pull. Rope halter or nylon halter? Rope. Wood fencing or electric fencing? Wood fencing. <laughs> what is your favorite piece of barn equipment? Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, I think it's my main and, main and tail spray, but that's not barn equipment. That's for the... What is your favorite piece of tack? Oh, it's definitely my surf single. Mm -hmm. When is the last time you fell off? That was a week ago. <laughs> wow, I hope you're okay. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> and if money was no object, what is one horse-related purchase you would make? Uh, a farm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the question is, we have to have our own spaces. Yeah, we need a horse in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is a wonderful feeling for sure. Yeah. Well, um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, wrap it up. I know. <laughs> Let the people know where they can connect with you and find you on social media. Yes, I'm mainly on Instagram. And uh, would you like my uh, my Instagram name? It's Amanda underscore Stolzer, which is S-T-A-A-L-S-O-E. Fantastic. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on and taking the time out of your evening. Yes, thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Young Black Equestrians. Head over to our Facebook or Instagram pages and let us know what you thought about that episode. 
Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and have the opportunity to be featured in our next episode. See you next week.